are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. Welcome to the chain. Welcome to the BCC Club. We are your hosts. I'm Kendall Landreth. And who the heck is that over there? And for the first time ever, it's Sarah Shower. And today we're going to be talking about people who are famous online, people who are famous for being a couple. (laughs) They could be an online personality or just celebrities that you may know, mainly online. Well, people who have like started a channel together. Like they're, you know, it used to be, I feel like, really popular. You'd have a a YouTube channel channel as a couple yeah you'd vlog your life and you would vlog what was going on mm-hmm. and everyone would be obsessed with you and then you get engaged and you have a baby and that was like your pipeline to rich and success fame yes now it's like tiktok you have people like abby why can't i for- remember his name abby matt and abby matt oh yeah that's yeah, like yeah. the first people i think of when i think of like a couple on the internet yeah right now who's like we're a couple and that's our whole thing and they yeah. just talk about being a couple they kind of do lifestyle stuff, and then they have a podcast where they talk about being in a relationship. So yeah, that's like a, that's what an online couple is. I don't know. I'm explaining. It's pretty clear, no, yeah, probably. Y- I think it like first like started with like you know how people like made like a f- like a joint Facebook. Yeah. And that was like a huge meme in like 2012. Yeah. So like, these people are out of their minds. Yeah. Those people were like, "What if we went to YouTube?" Did you ever um have a friend who like? into high school had to share an Instagram with their parents. No. I had a couple people like that. Really? And I felt really bad for them. Yeah, they'd be like 15 and you'd go and it would be like, Alana shared, like, Alana, this account is shared with her mom, Uh Janelle. Interesting. To be like, don't send nudes to my kid. Yeah. And also, Alana, don't send nudes (laughs) to other kids. That's their bio. Yeah. Please do not send (laughs) nudes. Um, and it's a wild, it's a wild, it's a wild thing to share because it's different from just like, you know, my partner is in social media. Uh-huh. Turn Sorry, off. sorry. You're just kidding. <laughs> um, our, my partner is in social media as well. Mm-hmm. And so ever so often we'll make like a video together. Yeah. But it's like different because it's not like the thing is that we're a couple. We don't like talk about our private couple stuff. Yeah. It's just, they're also a comedian. Yeah, and I'm also a comedian, so we do stuff together. So there is a fine line. Like I wouldn't yeah. consider people who are just dating, who happen to be on the internet, an internet couple. Yeah, I um, I don't mind. Inter- well, I mean, we can get further into the topic, but I don't mind like couples if they have like another shtick. Like if they're both like acrobats, and they're like they have a couple account. I'm like, this is interesting. Yeah. When the content is purely about being a couple. But to me, that wouldn't be a couple's account. Because to me, I'm like, yeah. you could have that with just another acrobat. Yeah. I think that's the difference. It's like, my like I told you my girlfriend are starting this YouTube show. But yeah. we're not really talking about our relationships. So it's going to be like, it would be like I could start that podcast with another comedian as well. Yeah. And that's the difference. Whereas, like, there are couples who truly share every part of their life. There's couples on YouTube that literally share, like, their what they're fighting about. Bra size. Bra size. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, no, what they're a fighting about. A lot of bra sizes, <laughs> It's just yeah. so much. <laughs> a lot of bra sizes. And then they, it's so personal. Yeah. Pers- yeah, personal is the right word. There's a couple, and then we'll, I'm going to ask you how your week is. Yeah. So get ready for that. <laughs> but I, there's a couple online. <laughs> I, it's one of those couples that you feel like you were one of their only subscribers. Like, you know what I mean? They're not that big, yeah. but like so much, like, so when I was younger and I was not out as gay, I remember being like, I need to watch girls kiss because it. I'm have not seen any girls yeah. kiss, <laughs> and so when I would watch two girls kiss porn, yeah, I would be a little like ah, like uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, because, not because I thought it was gross. Now I do think no, just kidding. oh yeah, it's disgusting. But I not because I thought it was gross, but just because it was like I'd never seen it before. It'd be like yeah. watching like uh like a donkey kiss my mom. It's like I've never seen it before, so it'd make me uncomfortable yeah um and so I started watching this YouTube channel literally to be like I need to do some like uh what's it called therapy where you're really thrown into it exposure therapy therapy to watching these lesbians kiss anyways I searched like lesbian couple this couple came up is it Rose and Rosie no but no I love them I love Rose and Rosie yeah they were like later like I still watch Rose and Rosie no same like I I watched them when they first started dating Mm -hmm. but I to me, though, they're so funny. Like, yeah. they, they are so different from other lesbian accounts because it's not just, like... it. To me, it's similar to where it's, like, yeah, they're pretty personal. Like, they talk about personal stuff. But they also, like, have this comedic thing going on where it yeah. doesn't just feel like I'm learning about your life. It does feel like a comedy show a little bit. Yeah. Um, but this couple was just vlogs. There's no comedy going on. Mm-hmm. And I, like, found... They, they, there was a lot of drama in their lives, and they were very open about that. Like they would be like, "We almost." Their t- videos are titled like "We almost broke up," yeah. not clickbait. Like yeah. truly, they almost broke up. We almost break up again. She almost cheated on me. Like it's very dramatic. It's very intense. They recently got divorced. Oh, and they, um, they got divorced because, so they started dating. They opened up their relationship. Uh huh. And then they started doing like they started being polyamorous. Yeah. Now. That does not always end in divorce. I'm not no, saying that. No. But for them, it was like a bad decision. Th- this was like, it seemed like they had a lot of issues maybe already. Yeah. And then they said, let's try this and see if this fixes it. And it made it a lot worse. Yeah. Um. So then they are getting a divorce, but they still own that couple's YouTube channel. Uh-huh. But so now they are both polyamorous and both bringing in other people to this couple's account. Yeah. This is all online. This is like so, it's so wild. But I think it's a really good example of the drama that can unfold on a couple's channel. Oh, yeah. Like, I know more about these two people than most people in my life. Yeah. Because they're so open and honest on yeah. uh, social media. Anyways, I just had to tell that story. I do think that's funny if they divided up their content by, like, playlists. Like, this is, like, Ralphie's week. Yeah. And it's, like, their other, <laughs> yes. like person that they're dating I mean that is what it's like it's kind of in a bizarre place right now where also she's like doing Q&A's but they're very sad like she's very sad because she's going through a divorce they were like 10 years and one of them someone was like I'm trying to get into polyamory what would you what would be your advice and she's like in a she's currently in a polyamorous relationship and she's like don't do it. Don't do it. It ruined my life. She's like yeah. crying. There's a video called like what to do with my wedding ring. I mean, it is so intense. It's yeah. so dramatic and so intense. Um, but it really makes me laugh because I feel like I'm still subscribed to them, even though just because I've been subscribed to them since I was like 14 and I yeah. just haven't, I don't know, clicking unsubscribe feels crazy. It seems rude. Sometimes. Feels like an attack, a personal yeah. attack. And so 
sometimes I'll, I feel like everyone else I'm subscribed to, though, is so happy and normal and fun. And then yeah. every so often a video will come up that'll be like, why our OnlyFans account tore us apart? Or yeah. So upsetting. And the thumbnail's always her crying. I don't know. Um, but lesbian, you lesbian couple accounts are much more intense, I would say. Oh, yeah. That's like why I think Rose and Rosie has. We, we'll talk about how our week went soon. Yeah, it's coming. But that's why I think Rose and Rosie work. I think you have to have a high, like a, a, a good sense of humor yeah. if you want to maintain a couple's account. Yeah. Where I think a lot of lesbians go wrong is that some of us are way too fucking serious. You know yeah. what I mean? It like the. You know what, I, and that doesn't yeah. bode well for like lighthearted content. Yeah. Or like if you go through something in the public eye, yeah. like at least if you can like, you're known for like laughing, like ha yeah. like that's everyone's like, okay, so yeah, we can roll with it. Yeah. But like if they've always been serious, you're like, this is awkward, you know? Yeah, it also feels like Rose and Rosie, it is a controlled professional public yeah. relationship where it's like they've discussed what they will and will not share on the internet. Whereas there are some couples' accounts where it's, like, clear that discussion has not happened. Yeah. It feels just like you are getting to see whatever they feel like sharing that day, and it changes, and it may be different for either one of them. Whereas Rose and Rosie, even though I've seen almost all their videos, I love them so much, they are... I still don't feel like I know them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I feel like I know them on the internet. But yeah. I don't feel like I know them, which I do think is important. I think sometimes there's a bad... I mean, it depends on how comfortable you are, but I'm pretty private on the yeah. internet. And I feel like there are some people will really push people on the internet to be like, the more authentic, the better. Be The more yeah. honest you are, the better. The more you tell about yourself, the better. And it's like, I don't always think that's true. Yeah. I think it depends on the person. But it's like, yeah. I don't think me sharing. Sorry. Oh, my God. What? And it's just. Sorry. I just, I'm getting older. And, <laughs> you know. What? Sorry. I was really worried coming here because. So I've had a chaotic day. Yeah. Well, here, let's go into what how our week's What happened this week, Kendall? Well, my dog is literally having so much diarrhea. And mm-hmm. she's at the vet today. I don't know. It's like, it's really bad. It is, I've been really lucky. My dog has always been really healthy. Um, she's getting older. And I've never had a dog that had, like, a lot of diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to say it in a non-gross way, but it is, like, life-altering. Like, I cannot yeah. get anything done because every time I turn... My floor is covered in diarrhea. God. So I'm trying to figure that out. But then so she goes, she's at the vet right now. But I today had a very chaotic day, just a chaotic work day. I had a lot yeah. of work in the morning, and then I had a photo shoot, and then I had work in between. And I was with my friend Chaz because yeah. we were working together. We, we, we work together. and They're so doing a sketch show. We're doing a sketch show in in Los Angeles uh-huh. if you're in at your, if you're at the Upright Citizens Brigade on November 20th, you'll see us, 5 p.m. Um, 5 p.m., ideal slot. Yeah. A real good slot. Really mm-hmm. good slot. Um, but uh, we, it was just a stressful day, and it was one of those things where we were, like, not making good decisions. Just, like, we kept mm-hmm. – I was, like, a couple minutes late to this because it was just bad decisions, and we were, like, we need to eat something. I had, like, not eaten – I had a toaster strudel for breakfast. Uh-huh. Like, am I eight years old? That's sick. Don't you usually have corn dogs? Usually I have a corn dog, but I was out. <laughs> So you're like, God, I don't have my well-balanced breakfast. I, I have to eat a... Right. Yeah. I knew this day was going to be bad. Because that's the thing. A corn dog is a good bre- breakfast because what would you usually eat for breakfast? Like a good breakfast. What, toast and a sausage? Yeah, I guess. Eat it together. Put it in the microwave for a minute. You have it. You're right. So I keep a big bag of corn dogs in my freezer. Didn't have yeah. today. So I had a fucking toaster strudel. It was incredible. But I was like, this is not 
good. So we've done the photo shoot. We did more work. Then I'm like, I'm so hungry. We were like, we need to eat before I drop you off at BCC. I was so stressed out. And we decided on a takeout from Outback Steakhouse. Of course. It's the worst fucking decision you've ever heard in your that, life. That's a diarrhea festival. Truly. I got Bloomin' Shrimp. Why? <laughs> this was like 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Bloomin' Shrimp. I walked in here and I was and like, it burger. smells like farts. And so you it tell not it's me. not. I have not. I didn't. You have not. No, I swear on my life. Okay. All right. It'll happen. That's why I was like, we can't be here long. We've got to make this a fast episode. Hello, everyone. It's Kendall, and I'm so excited today to share with you that today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. I love ZocDoc. We know it to be true. There are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. No matter your budget, you should always be getting good care when it comes to your health. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues, and it is so nice when a new one arises. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. Um, I don't know an orthopedic doctor, so it's great to go on ZocDoc and make sure that I'm finding one um, that has a bunch of really good reviews from people who have used them before. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. Hi. Hello. Hi. We're Katie Kershaw. Tian Tran. And DR Fightmaster. And we're thrilled to bring you Jocular, a podcast that explores all things queer, trans, and women forward in the world of sports. Don't care about sports? That's okay. We got plenty of gossip and stories that everyone can enjoy. We're going to tell you who is who on the field and who is just a fucking smoke show. Check out Jocular, available now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. J-O-C-K-U-L-A-R. How was your week? Um, it was good. Just a lot of decorating. My therapist told me I need a creative outlet, and I was like, I do comedy for a living. And she's like, no, you need a creative outlet that you don't make money off mm. of. And so I've just been, like, decorating my house, and it's been really, like, relaxing. That's nice. Yeah, and, like, I mean, I, it's all pink, and I feel very basic, but it's also just, like, it feels good to just put something on the wall. Yeah. I don't really care if it's basic, you know? I love that. I love basic. I, yeah. I want my house to look like an Airbnb. No, seriously. Yeah. I like am a, I'm really leaning into the millennial. Like mm. I am a millennial and I'm starting to like really own that title cuz I was thinking about it the other day. You know like how millennials have really like we've just changed weddings and what they are. Yeah. Like the neon signs and stuff like that. I the think, mason jars. Yeah, I think that that energy could be funneled into funerals. Yeah. Very genuinely truly like a neon sign over a black yeah. like wreath. Yeah. Um, like I do, I did, I'm done. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. And okay, this is also like very serious. But like, you know how there's when there's weddings, there's like a hashtag and you like yeah. share your memories. If there was a funeral, it actually would be sweet if there was there's a, a hashtag. hashtag. Yeah, I you know. Could, like yeah. go through this is like grandpa and I's time together. Yeah. And that's sweet, you know? Yeah. Oh man. I feel like funerals though might be on the way out. I feel like I haven't I feel like a funeral. We're, I feel like everyone does a celebration of life now. Yeah. You should do what my dad did. 
What? Did I tell you about this? What? My dad, before he died, said he wanted to have a roast. Did I tell you about this? You mean like he wanted to get cremated? No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry. No! He did get cremated, but he wanted to have a roast. Like, uh, So he was going to start hospice. Yeah. A month before that, before he started hospice, he wanted to have a roast at the local pub Uh with all his friends who he did stand up with. Uh Well, he didn't stand up. He was paralyzed. But. (laughs) Oh, God. He did. He went to. <laughs> yeah. He did. So we went. To, we do this roast. All the local stand-ups in our town are roasting my dad. Yeah. To send him off into the afterlife. It was so funny because a lot of these people did not really know him. Like, did not. They just like had done stand-up with him one time and like, yeah. or whatever. So it's basically strangers who've been asked to roast a man who is about to die while yeah. his whole family sits in the front row sobbing. Yeah. I was. I have never been blackout drunk. Yeah. I was really drunk. Yeah. Like, I was really drunk. I was like sobbing and like whatever. And these poor stand ups are trying to like roast my dad, but also were like, they don't even know. I felt so bad for them, but it was very funny. Yeah. It was very fun. We laughed together. He got to be there for it. It was a good time. Um, and I was like, oh, I might do that. Maybe if I'm lucky enough to know I'm going to die. Yeah. Maybe I'll do a thing where I'm able to attend. No, yeah. I mean, that's I don't know if I know I'm going to die. I feel like mine is going to be very sudden. Yeah. But like I, I it stands like you if say I, you know, you feel like do you mean like you've had a vision? It's going to be sudden. I'm, what do you mean? Do you have a, you've had a vision? I'm not going to die of natural causes. Someone's going to take matters into their own hands. So you think you're going to be murdered? <laughs> no. Maybe, I mean, I don't know. I just, like, I know who I surround myself with. Uh-huh. No, but um, I when if I have my fu- when I have my funeral, I do want everyone who comes to commit one petty crime that You've day. You've said that before. Yeah, that, that's very, that's beautiful. But wouldn't you feel bad if someone got charged a lot of money no, on your behalf? I think that. That w- went to the police? I think, like, it would be, you know... Like, if you got, not, I mean, if, like, a petty crime, you went streaking in a zone where there's no kids, you know? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> and then they arrest you, and they're like, why'd you do this? And you're, I mean, you're still sad enough where you can be like, my friend, their last wish was I commit yeah. a crime on the day they yeah. leave this earth. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, I have to get to thinking what I'm going to do. Um, mm-hmm. Wait, what were we talking about just before that? You're doing art. Art, yeah. Your I'm doing Pinterest. I think a lot of my projects are very Pinterest. Did you get them off Pinterest or you're like making them up? No, I'm like making them up, but I'm inspired by Pinterest. Pinterest. Yes. Well, I'm loving seeing the projects. Thank you. (laughs) I'm loving them in my house. I just want, like, I feel like, but when you start something, I always feel like there's always something else, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, talk about there's always something else. There's always a new... Social media couple exactly coming on out of the woodworks, mm-hmm. and I am sick of it. Seriously, um, I think they're Rose and Ro- wow, Rose and Rosie are really getting a a lot of promotion on this podcast today. They were the couple that made me realize I was gay. Oh, yeah. I like who watch- would you date if you had to pick one? <laughs> oh God, no! I would. We'd be a throuple. Like I, I. Oh my gosh! But I remember I watched. Them like they did like a super kiss yes, one time. They yeah, do, not one time. They did it every year, and they would. I. It's like there were those years where you like didn't know. I don't want to sound creepy because like I you know I don't want to sound like a weirdo that I would watch those videos. But like as a young fourteen year old teenager, I would just like replay those videos and be like, Oh yeah, 
No, seriously, like I, because I didn't know that girls could be gay. I yeah. would watch those, and I would. That's when I would like. I'd watch them make out, and I'd be like, "That's so cool." And then I'd close my <laughs> laptop and go to sleep. <laughs> I had it. I would do the same thing, and you know what I would lay down on? What? I had a pillowcase with Andrew Garfield's face on it. Uh huh. That I would sleep on because you really wanted Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Yeah. From the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, I was like obsessed with that movie in a way that was so deeply scary and I had a pillowcase with this face on it. And so I would literally like watch Rose and Rosie for nine hours and then fall asleep on a straight man's face. Yeah. Really upsetting. Um, There's a, yeah, there, but oh, I was gonna say, I think Rose and Rosie do a good job of, of keeping what they do very professional. Yeah. Which I think it was probably in a process. I don't think it was always that way, but yeah. Oh yeah. I think it's pretty unsustainable to be an internet couple. Like yeah. I think there's really not many ways to do it in a healthy way. Yeah. And I think it can become very quickly really bad mm-hmm. and not end well. <laughs> no, seriously. Also, before we dive into the research, I just want to tell you that you look like Princess Diana right now. <laughs> like, I was, like, trying to figure out, like, who it was. But, like, with the sweater and the hair. Thank you. Right, Hannah? Yes, I absolutely <laughs> Hell yeah. I absolutely Thank agree. you. Thank you. Um, the People's Princess. Um... Thank you so much. Okay, pros and cons of posting your relationship online. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the pros. Mm-hmm. Celebrities slash influencers can profit from broadcasting their personal lives and relationships online. Audiences might feel more connected to a celebrity slash influencer if they know about their personal life and personal relationships. They might feel more invested in their content. For example, YouTubers Zoe Sugg and Alfie Days, two oh, YouTubers yeah. I still watch. Yeah. Um, recently announced their engagement. One fan commented on the announcement, as someone who has watched yours and Alfie's videos for half of their life, this is just so special. The community you guys have created online over the years is something wonderful, and to see you have such a wonderful life and family together is beautiful. Congratulations, guys. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch them? Yeah, I did. I watched them, like, 2012 or 2013. I, um, I, before I knew the term ASMR, I would watch Zoe decorate mm. her house for Christmas. And the, her, she's so quiet and very intentional with her movements that yeah. like my brain got all fizzy and I was, I'd watch it like year round. Mm, and then yeah. I found out the term ASMR and I was like, I've got to pivot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I think, but I don't even consider them a couple's, maybe I'm making this up in my no, head. I think they were, I mean, they're not like a, they are famously a couple, but like they're right. also built themselves individually. Exactly. Like I feel yeah. like they both like, I think it's like if your couple's count account, if you you guys broke up, mm-hmm. you would have to change all, almost all of your content. Yeah. And you would have to, like, deal with, like, getting an account, mm-hmm. split up. Then, But I'm like, if Zoe and Alfie got a divorce, which would feel crazy, or yeah. broke up, they're not married, I guess, but no, they engaged. Are. They're engaged, I think. Oh. Um, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. They just got engaged. Okay, yeah. But I feel like their channels would not really they could kind of continue as they are mm-hmm. besides like there would be less of each other in them because yeah. they'd be getting divorced <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i think there's some channels that like couldn't their channel could not exist without the other which yeah I think is different. and i think they like they could stand alone by themselves because like they have other interests like other content like if you're yeah. if like you said like if your content is purely relationship stuff like yeah who's who's the messier eater you know, yeah, like, yeah. you're like, of course your content is going to suffer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can signal to others on social media that you and your partner are in a relationship and protect your relationship from anyone who might be romantically interested in you to your partner. Okay. This is another true. pro. Yeah, that's a pro. Sorry. 
You can share happy moments with your partner, with your followers. You can also look back at those photos slash videos in the future. Now here's some cons. Mm-hmm. It can be unhealthy to overshare your relationship. There can be pressure to make your relationship appear perfect online. And for celebrities and influencers, linking your relationship to your career can put an unhealthy strain on the relationship. And for celebrities and influencers, you might be motivated to stay together for your career or like financial yeah. reasons, even if you're unhappy. Yeah, I think um, we all like pretty much, you know, know this right now. I've posted videos in the past, like YouTube videos with previous exes. But the thing is, is like... I, I think I still have them up, too, and you can watch them. And I it was just someone who was important in my life at the time. Yeah. But, like, what was kind of unfortunate is that, like, when we eventually did break up, like, everyone's like, what happened? And I'm like, we broke up. And so they kept, like, pushing it. Like, did someone cheat? I'm like, no. It just, right. we ended. Right. And so the video's there forever. Yeah. 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 Also, it's like, I think if you share two, I think if any person mm-hmm. in any relationship even if it was like two couples therapists yeah. dating each other, yes, who were really healthy, yeah. I think if you shared all of your relationship with the internet, people will think you're in a abusive relationship. Yeah, <laughs> like I literally think if you share too much ever, people are gonna like be like, it's like every person has their flaws. Every yeah. person has weird things they do in the relationship that works for them. Mm-hmm. Everyone has whatever, um, but it's like works for them Mm -hmm. and it's and if it's in a once again a healthy relationship where nobody's like yelling at each other or hurting each other obviously but people will still be like that is did anyone notice that Kendall seemed a little uncomfortable when you know what I mean and then it's like no you're making like but so I just think it's like if you don't want people to it's hard because I think some people are like well we want to we don't want to share just the perfect parts of our life but Mm -hmm. it's like well if you don't just share the perfect parts of your life you're really opening up a door for people to have some pretty insane opinions. Yeah, you have to like, if you're gonna share the chaos, it has to be like pretty well vetted. Like it's something that you've experienced and you're working on. Yeah. Not just like something that you're like, this bad thing happened because then it's like, well, what are you gonna do about it? And then it could quickly right. spiral, you know? Right. Like if I, I mean, sh- telling people that I'm an alcoholic, if it is not a good, if you're like a content creator and you are getting sober, I would, honest to God, wait a couple months to see if you can be sober because if you're too quick to tell the internet that you're getting sober and you relapse and people see you relapse they're gonna pile on you so you have to like when when you're sharing vulnerable things truly see if you can handle it yeah and and see if it's uh feasible like to continue like work it's something you can work on yeah 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 there are like joint utah 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 stop you, TikTok and YouTube channels like prank versus prank boyfriend versus girlfriend. These if, people honestly, if you have a prank channel, yeah, delete it. I seriously, I'm like, it, I cannot. Pranking is sick. Yeah, it's sick, and I love a little prank. I did such a good one the other day. What was it? I was like, you started throwing and throwing up and shitting on the floor, and then blamed it on the dog. <laughs> <laughs> for 24 hours yeah um no oh i told there was this some song this is my level of prank mm-hmm. there's some song on the radio that's just a random song i don't remember what it was and i told my girlfriend i was like you know this actually originally was sung by dolly parton it was a christmas song oh yeah and like in a long a long time ago. and they were like really i was like yeah, it was a christmas song it was like a really pot and i was like i'm just kidding but no that's like my 
And I was so proud of myself. Yeah. But that's like a fun prank. But if your whole, first of all, I don't understand how people watch these channels because yeah. they're fake. Because literally, how is it possible that they're not fake? Like, yeah. these people post a prank every single day. This is their job. Like, yeah. they have to, like, you think they wake up and are just like, I don't know if I'm filming content today. We'll see. It's like, no, they've planned out what they're going to do. Yeah. They've talked about it. They, they they set up the camera. They set up the camera. They always have an insane reaction. The prank always goes really well. It's like, if you knew your partner was going to prank you every day and then they came, then they were laying on the floor covered in blood, don't you think you'd first be like, is there a prank going on? Yeah. It just like doesn't make any sense. But also I'm like, it is unhealthy. It's weird. Like there's one account. I don't know the whole story on this. So people correct me if I'm wrong. But there's one account where this, I think he's a police officer. He like comes home and he always shoots a confetti thing in the air. Uh-huh. What, what a mess. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. No, I, <laughs> I, I get that. I feel like prank channels, like you're just, it's so dumb. I don't know. But I mean, if it keeps you guys together, um... But it's like created by Jesse Michael Wallens and then girlfriend. Oh, oh, that's boyfriend versus girlfriend, right? Oh, that's uh, yeah. It's oh, prank versus prank, like the channel. I was just yeah. thinking of like general prank channels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But this that, is, yeah. yeah. That makes so sense. they uh, started the channel together, and then it seems like they broke up, which is they decided like in May of eighteenth of twenty sixteen, Wallens and Smith announced on BF versus GF that they had decided to place their relationship on hiatus and they would be taking a break from vlogging for the foreseeable future the breakup video is titled a new chapter it currently has 15 million views in the video they explain that the pressure of their youtube careers led to the breakup jesse states in the video the weight of our relationship is the weight of our careers is the weight of our whole lives and that pressure is not good for a relationship and jesse and jen end the video by explaining that they love each other and will do so forever but they did end up breaking up and jesse took over the prank first prank channel Jen took over BF first GF. I think that's a good, um, if you like, if I was a divorce attorney for internet couples, I would say if you're going to start a relationship channel, you've got to start two and like invest equal amount of time into it. Mm -hmm. Maybe get like two separate premises. That way, if you guys break up, you don't have to deal with that fight of like who gets the YouTube channel yeah. or like um, co-owning a YouTube channel. Yeah. Because that's just a menace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then when they broke up, Jesse took over the prank versus prank. Oh, you already read that. I'm so sorry. Their old <laughs> prank videos slash couples vlogs are still available on these channels. Jesse now posts challenge videos and vlogs. Jen also posts vlogs to her channel. They still occasionally appear in each other's videos. That's nice. At least they could, like, stay friends or stay professional. Oh, look who it is. We got Rose and Rosie. <laughs> I literally love them. I just, like, think they're so funny. Mm -hmm. I think they're so funny and good at what they do. Rose Ellen Dix and Rosie Sponton are mm -hmm. married British comedy and entertainment duo known for their joint channel, Rose and Rosie. Their channel, Rose and Rosie, was initially Rose's channel and was named Rose Ellen Dix before they renamed it Rose and Rosie. They mm -hmm. post vlogs, challenges, tags, guides, gaming videos, and collaborations with other YouTubers. They've created videos with YouTubers um, like Hannah w Witten, Hannah Hart, Shannon Beveridge, Kimmy Scott, Amy Ordman, Ollie White, and Grace Helbig. You got all the gays. No, but Grace oh, yeah. Helbig is straight, right? Yeah. Mm. But she's a lot of gay friends. I know. She's one of those people that I'm like, I, I, I admit, but I don't want to speculate. You know, I guess. <laughs> I don't believe whatever. <laughs> um, and they Rose and Rosie met in 2007 at a Halloween party. We were both in relationships at the time. Once they were both single, they went on their first date October 2011 and made their relationship official in July 2012. And I'm pretty sure I might be wrong, but I think on their first date they made a YouTube video. Oh. After their first date, and it's still up. Hell yeah. So they've been 
their whole relationship has been documented. On. Yeah. But I think it used to be a little more for fun, mm-hmm. obviously, because I don't think that many people were watching. And they yeah. used to do a lot more like they'd make out in the videos. And because I think Excuse it was me. just Sarah, sorry. Wake sorry. Up. I'm, just going, just I'm like, turning 30 soon. Keep going. <laughs> what do you think happens when you're 30? You're like, I you burp so I much. I don't know. I don't know. I'm really hoping that my boobs get bigger. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. I, it won't happen. I've seen my mom. <laughs> but keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um, They used to like, like make out and be a little more like casual. Yeah. And I think when their audience got bigger, they did pivot. We're kind of like, we're going to be a little more not yeah. so chaotic. So their yeah. videos now are a little more like set up, mm-hmm. good lighting. This is what we're talking about. We're not going to like air our dirty laundry on the internet, which I think is smart. They also have a son together who's born in 2021, and I'm obsessed with him because, listen, they're no exception. I don't think you should put your kids on the internet. But um, he, when he was like, he was one of those babies. He was massive. Uh Uh-huh. Like, he was so cute. Like, you know when you're like a six-month baby and you see them and they're like the size of a toddler? Yeah, um, I don't really know. (laughs) But I can imagine. I don't like know any kids. He was like chubby. Like, the role. He was so cute. Yeah. And I just love that. But he was like bigger. Like, they would take photos holding him at like six months and he was like bigger than that. Like, his head was bigger than their head. Yeah, like holding him like a fish. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, And they currently have... That's crazy. They don't have a million followers yet. Mm-hmm. I think like but they're nine thousand away. But I do feel like they are a channel where it's like they don't. They have nine thousand away from a million, but all of those subscribers are like, I'm obsessed with you. Yeah, that is the thing about like there's um like people have like massive followings, but like if you gain a following very quickly they also will leave you very quickly but if you've been working on this since 2012 and you're like those people are like a rock solid foundation yeah like you're you're pretty much set for life (laughs) set for life you are they also oh my gosh this is someone who i i love mr kate I don't know them. They, she does um, design, and she, like, makes over people's houses. Oh, okay, okay. The um, Kate Albrecht, Albrecht and Joey Zare are known for their interior design channel, Mr. Kate. They're married, have a son together. They gain popularity with renovation tips, home DIYs. Yeah, um, they did, inf- like, influencer home makeovers like Jeff- with Jeffree Star, James Charles, Dolan Twins, Molly Burke. They've been together for 16 years, and they posted their first home renovation video in 2014. This is, like, why I think they're also still going strong is because, again, there is a shtick to their content, right. which is interior design, which they both share a passion for. I, it's, it's, like, if you start a relationship channel based around just your relationship and relationship advice, honestly, you will fail. Like, if you are both gymnasts, yeah. comedians, interior design, like, there's something yeah. you guys are... You can you don't have to talk about your relationship, right? Yeah, right, exactly. talk about like bare pain primer, you yeah. know. <laughs> or even you can have like, it's like my, my girlfriend and I do a live show mm-hmm. where we we are play ourselves, but like we do not play ourselves. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like a caricature of ourselves. Like mm-hmm. when I do that show, I kind of play a little dumb. I play a little like I'm we I'm this character and yeah. you're this character and we have this chick and it's like the way we talk to each other while we're doing that show is not how we've ever talked about anything personally on our like one-on-one yeah while also like not sharing any information about like or like we had a segment that was like uh you the audience helps us figure out our fight and Mm -hmm. we talk about like a fight we got in Mm -hmm. but it's like a silly tiff that we got in that was funny and was not even a fight you know what I mean 
rather than being like, here's an app. On today's podcast episode, we're discussing that I want to have a baby and my girlfriend doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Something like really intense. Um, so I think that's like important to have mm-hmm. you outside of this and then you while you're on camera. Yeah. Because it's just not, I don't know. I think people have really started to be like, you owe us. Yeah. Yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no. <laughs> yeah. So, if you want to, sure. But like, I don't think it's necessary. Or like people will be like, to build an audience, you need to fully share everything. Uh-huh. And it's like, I think that is not actually true. Uh, yeah, just share after the fact. Like, um, you have to have been able, to, you have to have the problem and know that you can work on it. Mm-hmm. If it's just a problem as it arises and you mention it now, like, then people are going to take sides. If, like, if it's, like, someone, even if it's, like, someone cheated, if you worked on it and then you, like, take it to the internet, maybe. Like, you, but you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. I do. I do know what you mean. Well, you're, you should still not be figuring out what you're going to do while the internet is weighing in. Yeah. Um, do you know any of these? Because we can always skip to one we both know as well. I'm reading all the famous Instagram couples. There was, like, uh, Mia mentioned earlier in the research, like, the cons of having, like, an internet relationship is uh, for, okay, yeah, there can be a pressure to make your relationship appear perfect online. I think for the Instagram couples, that is so true. For the YouTubers and TikTokers, any platform where you're talking, people can, like, it's, there's less of a, um, there's less of this, like, oh, people think it's perfect. Yeah. Like, if people can tell from your, even if you're, like, the most prim and proper person, like, your body language or the way you talk about something, they yeah. can tell that there's, like, some cracks. Yeah. With Instagram and, like, still images, I think, yeah, you have to capture, I mean, if you're going to post a picture as a couple, then you better look hot, <laughs> it's you a know? photo of them in bed, one of them sobbing, and yeah. one of them's, like, punching a hole in the wall. <laughs> yes. And they're like, this is us. <laughs> No, seriously, I think, um, but some famous couples on Instagram, unfortunately, I don't, I don't know if you know these people. I don't know. I just looked through. I don't know a single one. And it's my, I don't know. I'm so bad. Yeah. I don't know anybody's name mm-hmm. ever. But I'm, so there's probably this with Bo and Matt. They're still together. They have 219,000 followers. They met in 2013 and quickly began dating. Um, a year into the relationship, they began to blog and honed, honed their home improvement and photography skills. So this is, again, you can also start off as a couple's page, but, like, both of you should get a hobby. Maybe separate or shared, but, like, if you want to keep your relationship going, I mean, that's just actually general ed- relationship advice. But that's what I, I agree, because I was even thinking about it, because when you're just like, oh, if the if the if the channel could not exist yeah. if you if if you guys broke up mm-hmm. that's a problem but i'm like i feel like that's true in just general relationships it's like if you wouldn't be okay yeah. if you broke up that's a problem yes like you should be able to fully exist mm-hmm. it's like if if like if i my girlfriend and i broke up well we'd have to figure out the house I'd we own together up. but <laughs> i throw up I would be very sad yeah. but it would be like the big difference is that i would be sad like yeah. you know what i mean i wouldn't be like like I would still have all the same hobbies I go do. Yeah, I see my friends every week. I would still do that. I would still like play on my Switch. Yeah, I would. St- my, I'm really good on my Switch. I love my Switch. Um, I would do all like my life would be the same besides like the fact that well, I'd be sad and there'd be a huge hole in the shape of a heart in my yeah. life. Um, but. It would be like my life. But I think there's some couples that would be like, my life would be every aspect of my life involves my partner. So oh, yeah. everything would be different. And I'm like, I don't think that's great. Oh, yeah. Probably. 
No, yeah, that's like um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to like shit on straight people sometimes, and I used to be like this, but like when your only friend is like your boyfriend, and yeah. then I've I've definitely done that in the past. Really? Yeah, and so like when that ends, it's just like you yeah you really gotta like diversify your interests yeah. you know your only source of happiness should not be your significant no. other no 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 like naomi is just one of my sources of happiness right yeah naomi is only one source for my happiness as well what? really only wow one. you guys if you if i found out you guys were like texting but like just like as friends i'd be like what the f why don't you guys include me we've you know? texted before really one time Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> they sent me a nice text, and I said, thank you so much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but the, so we've had very limited interaction, but it still brought me happiness. Good, good, um, Can we go to, I want to go into, I want to talk about Kat and Mike, Mike Stickler. Yeah, go ahead. Because I think this is, so Kat and Mike were married couple that gained popularity in 2020 for their prank videos and other content featuring their baby daughter, MK. They got into a serious relationship quickly. They began dating, got married, and got pregnant with MK within the span of three months. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, in March 2021, Kat and Mike announced their separation in a TikTok video. When they first posted the video, some fans believed it was a prank. Their once joint account is now only used by Kat. She continues to post comedic content there. Mike has had a TikTok account but doesn't post on it very often. Uh-huh. And I just think it's interesting because it's like, this is why, to me, like we talk about not sharing your kids a lot. Yes. But it's like you share your kid on the internet mm -hmm. as a family unit. Yes. And now you're separating. And uh -huh. now there's custody stuff, which yes. is being talked about on the internet. And now there is like people know when the daughter's with Kat and they know when she's with, um, what's his name? Mike. And it's like, that is so much information for yeah. the world to know. And I feel like for me, if I was like my age now and I knew that people around the world knew the drama that was going on in my family when I was five, yeah. that would make me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Because it's also like, why? Like, unless there's like, I don't know, one of you's getting shipped off to war. Like, I what? would understand green card. Oh, yes. That, yeah. Yes. I understand that. But that's what I mean. There's something where it's like, well, if we get married now, we'll both have insurance. I don't know. For reasons like that, I'm like, okay, not my place to have yeah. an opinion. But when you just get, I guess it's not my place to have an opinion anyways, but because I'm also very pro-divorce. People, I always laugh Same. on Love is Blind. People are like, the parents are so stressed. They're like, what if this doesn't work out? And I'm like, then you'll get divorced? Yeah. Who fucking cares? Dude. Literally, who cares? I don't know. I think to me, like, well, my girlfriend and I, like bought our apartment. Yeah. To me, that felt way more intense than the decision of us getting married. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm like, we're like, what? When buying a house actually causes a lot. Of, like, if we were to ever separate. Yeah. That would be a big. That would be a lot of paperwork and a lot of like. Yeah. Figuring out how it all got split up mm -hmm. and there, if it ended badly, that could be like, oh, I should get more. I don't know. There could be like drama. Yeah. Or like marriage. Why don't I just be like. <laughs> Bye. I don't yeah. know. Like I don't yeah, I don't understand. But I think obviously I'm not religious as well, so that you know changes things, but yeah. Um I think if you're gonna I think it's totally fine to get married at three months as long as both of you are funny and it's a joke. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, but I'm like, why? What is, I mean, unless it's a joke, like, why are you the need? That's what I don't understand. Like, yeah. even when COVID was happening and people were like, I got, I just got engaged and now COVID's happening. I still need to have my wedding. Like, oh my I don't God. care how many people die. I need to have my wedding. It's like crazy to me where I'm like, just wait. Who yeah. cares? Why? It literally is just, I, I hate when people say, well, they'll be, I, I went to go call a wedding a party. Yeah. And I know people like, do not call a wedding a party. And uh-huh. I'm like, why? Because you said so? It is. It is a party. That's yeah. what it is. It's literally a party. It's a, who plans it? Oh, a party planner. Yeah. I've had enough. No, seriously. I think it's just like straight people. Cause like that's, um, that's probably going to be like the highlight of their life. Well, that's what my best friend and I talked about this before, where it's mm-hmm. like in the Midwest, or the, I'm sure there are couples like this all over. Mm-hmm. So I don't mean to put it all in middle America, but there, mm-hmm. are, there are, I would say more cities. There are cities where it's like, there are people who just live a very normal life, you know, yeah. very just n- normal life, the most normal it gets. And in their 20s, there's a there are moments that make up such an exciting life because it's like oh they get engaged yeah. and that's so exciting and there's like dinners and parties to celebrate and they then get to plan their wedding and they feel like they're like have an exciting life and then they get married which is so exciting and then yeah. they go on their honeymoon which is so exciting and then they're like oh my god now we get to have a baby they have a baby it's exciting and they like keep and then they have three kids and every time they get all these gifts and they have showers and it's like they feel like they're really doing something yeah and then that ends and you just have to raise your kid and there's no really more like until retirement, there's not yeah. really like another thing for you. Yeah. And I think they just like get really upset. Yeah. And they're like, fuck. So yeah. I'm always like, but I think, you know, I will see even couples who live that type of a life cram it all in. It's like, yeah, met three months engagement, three months wedding, three months kid. It's like, why are you cramming it all in? This is it, baby. Yeah. Then it's all over and you just have to like work and yeah. go to the bank. I think they don't think that far ahead. I think they should just do what most people do who chase a high and get high. You know, <laughs> like if you're that like dope. Like, Before you have children. Yeah. I, agree. I mean, if you're like craving dopamine like that, which is like love and marriage and children, you're like you want the high of those mile markers. You just need to get high. Like, you know yeah. what? It, you should probably fare pretty well as an addict. Um but, yeah. but I think they don't realize, realize. But I don't think they realize they're doing that. Like I think it's just like a community, like yeah. a cultural. Oh, they definitely like, don't realize. We're, yeah, we're just doing. Oh, my life is. I'm doing really good because my life is so fun. And yeah. it's like because yeah, you're doing all these insane things. Sorry, I really get close to the mic sometimes. You're passionate. You're doing all these insane things and like pushing kids out of your body mm-hmm. and like having fifty to two hundred thousand dollar weddings. Yeah. But then it's like over, and you're like wait, this is the life I've chosen and this is the husband I chose? Yeah. Oh, God, help me. I really... Uh, but so I think, but I'm like, a wedding you can get out of so fast, but kids? I think people do not think about kids before they have them. And I no. I think people I surround myself with do. Yeah. And because of that, most people I know are not having children. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of people, and you see them because they, like, hate their kids. I think we've yeah. talked about this before where I've, like met people or know people where they like have children and all they talk about is how fucking hard it is to have children and how terrible it is and mm-hmm. they like bully their kid they're like my fucking kid I, I hate my fucking kid how can I get away from my fucking kid yeah. and I'm like you had him what are you but I don't think they thought about like because I've never thought about like do I want if it's ever been for me do I want a kid it's always been like how would I be with a kid like yeah. specifically me yeah 
I think I would be good. I think I would be constantly overwhelmed. I think yeah. I'd be constantly stressed out. I think I would give way too much time to it. I think I'd be way too attached to it. Yeah. And I, so I'm like, should I be a parent? Like, where do I need to be before I can be a parent? Yeah. And like, I think some people are just like, well, I've been married for two years, so now we have a kid. Yeah. And I really think that's the extent to thought. But, and moving in together, they don't think about, but a wedding is like what they really think about, which is the easiest one to get out of. Yeah. I think with um, people who, people who date people who look like themselves shouldn't have kids mm, because you just because it's like you're attracted to yourself and you're probably going to put that on your kid you like the kid what when do it's, you mean you're going to put that on your kid like wait, you're gonna the, no when the kid is an extension of you so you think you're gonna want to date your kid no no i'm saying that they'll love the kid until uh probably around 11 12 and then the kid develops a personality that is no mm. longer like mom and dad and that's when you're you're they usually like develop yeah because <laughs> disorders exactly because <laughs> I have never thought about, like, I would, if I, because I've, I've thought a lot about having a kid, but I've never thought about, like, what my kid would be like later on. Like, yeah. I would just be like, well, I'd have the baby and then we'd see, I guess, what it was like. Yeah. But I think so many parents truly have, like, a full mapped out vision for what their kid's going to be. Yeah. And it's, like, so detrimental. And I even saw a post the other day. I didn't read this whole article. Classic me. I read the headline. I'm really bad about that. But it was Kylie Jenner, I think, had said something about the fact that she buys her kid, she buys Stormy uh-huh. clothes that are, like, iconic, basically. So, yeah. like, if a huge luxury brand drops, like, an iconic thing. Yeah. I don't even I don't even know enough to give an example of an iconic thing, but just, like, yeah. a really iconic piece that's only available to, like, three people, whatever – even though she doesn't want it, she'll buy it for Stormy to have later. Yeah. And I just think it felt weird to me because I was like, how do you know what size she's going to be? Like, yeah. that feels crazy. You're guessing what size she's going to be. Yeah. And I guess the assumption is she's going to be small. A baddie. Yeah. I mean, unless I find out Kylie Jenner bought like two XLs and all of these. And yeah. I'd be like, okay. But even that, I'd be like, that's great. How are you assuming? We'll maybe get it, like, she hemmed, bought- you know, or like <laughs> taken in. That would make the most sense if yeah. you bought like the biggest size. But I don't, these brands don't have plus sizes, I guarantee. But they, yeah. it's like she just, I was like, that feels weird to me. Yeah. Like, that feels like, yeah. Like, I, why are you guessing how, what size her body's going to be at that age? You have no idea. Yeah. Maybe she thinks she can get it changed at a doctor's office. No, seriously. <laughs> like a plastic surgery. I don't know. But I just thought it was weird. But I think there's a lot of people who are like that, where they'll be like, my dream is for my daughter to wear my wedding dress. Oh, yeah. I was a size double zero yeah hopefully she can fit or yeah. I'll cry it's like so intense no yeah and that's a unhealthy mindset to be in because you're like you're again still thinking about my child is going to be basically me you know like and then they're probably going to put their dreams and aspirations on this kid yeah like i i wanted to be a gymnast so i signed my daughter up for gymnastics and now i just like it's like yeah. i don't the people aren't People are so obsessed with themselves. I when I get when I adopt kids, I know that they're gonna be deeply disturbed. You know what I mean? Like I don't. Know, I just I just know. <laughs> I thought you meant like later after you. Oh were no with them. no! I I just know. <laughs> like this is not even because if I'm like oh I'm gonna adopt two kids and they're gonna love me and we're gonna oh be a great. God. I know that the kids I choose are gonna be messed up and it's like no fault of their own. But I just and I also this is gonna sound crazy. I'd prefer that I wasn't the one who gave them the original oh, mental sure. problems, but I would be more than willing to help them navigate life. Sure. You I, know? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm with you there. And but I only say this because my brother's ad- ad- adopted. We're very familiar with the system. Oh, yeah. And no, so, I'm, like, the I'm, same, I'm yeah. in the same boat, and I'm with you. I agree. I just think, um, oh, my God, I saw this documentary years and years ago uh-huh. about the – it was about a family who adopted three kids from Russia. Uh-huh. They were orphans, supposedly. Uh-huh. You never know what these kids – Were they actually, like, 21? No, that's a different thing. That's a different thing. Nightmare scenario. <laughs> no, I, I saw that <laughs> yeah. documentary too, but that's a different one. Um, but it's just this documentary about this family who adopts three kids from Russia who are like one of them. I don't remember the exact ages, but around 10 uh-huh. is the oldest. And then the two twin boys are like five. But they're like, they have memories. Okay. Yeah. Like they know what's going on. They're aware. Whatever. They speak fluent Russian. They don't uh-huh. speak English. And they have names. Like they obviously. They rename their kids. They rename them. Rename them like Kainsley, like Josiah, it's so insane because these are like kids. These are not babies. Like yeah. I think it's weird. I don't want to get hate for this, but I think it's weird to rename your kid in general. No, it is weird. I think it's really weird. Yeah. I, I'm, and I and I think it all comes from this like. I think the reason that I've always been like, oh, I would I think it's so hard because adoption is so complicated. So I don't mm-hmm. want to be like, I'm going to adopt because I think I have so much more research to do before I would ever be confidently able to say that I want to adopt. But the the like, I don't want a baby from my body. Oh, sorry, and it just keeps going. I li- it? it was gonna come out the, my ass, but I I shoved it your up. Eye. I thought you were gonna say your <laughs> oh, eye. Oh no, 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 no. Sorry, guys, keep um, going. I don't want to have a baby out of my body. Out like of I, wedlock. Out of wedlock. Yes. <laughs> and no, really yeah, like, you don't want to have. I a... don't like. I don't have a, a. I don't care about that. Like, I don't yeah. care about that. I don't really want that. If I don't foster adopt I won't have a biological kid yeah I don't have like a thing I want that I'm not getting yeah and then but also I'm gay so I already just processed that a long time ago I think if I could have a biological kid with like my partner I don't know if I'd want to do that but it definitely would be like a different thing you know it'd be a different discussion I know that technology is like happening it would just be two x chromosomes so it'd probably come out as a girl well actually it would the genetics but like but as you probably cost $500,000 or something crazy. Which is like, if I could afford that, I still don't think I'd want to, I'd be like, why? all the things to buy? Right, it just feels like, oh, why would I do that? Like, that's such an insane, like, so many issues. Not that, like, I think if you have a bunch of money, you shouldn't be able to, like, buy something nice because other people can't have it, but I do think it's like, that's nuts. There's so many kids who need homes. Like, why are you going to spend half a million dollars? Anyways, I also just made up that number. That might not be true. I'm assuming it'll be very expensive. But because of that, it's like, if I fostered a baby, I'm not trying to, like, I wouldn't be like, I'm playing pretend that this is my baby. Yeah. And I think that sounds like a creepy way to word it, but I literally think that is what so many people do. Oh, yeah. Where they'll be like, I I want no contact with X, Y, Z. I want this and this and this. And I want whatever. Because I want you to think, uh-huh. and I want m- everyone to think, yeah. that you are my baby. And oh, it yeah. Is, and I, I want when we're out in public for people to think you're my baby. Like, I, I think it is so deeply disturbing um and so because of, because i'm like yeah why would you want to change and i've seen some people who are adoptive parents on the internet be like well i changed my kid's name because people don't really think about it but like when you're an adoptive parent you don't get to name your kid and i'm like so, so who fucking cares it's like, literally like you don't you're not owed anything that yeah. is a kid's life like that yeah. is a person you this is not a thing you get or deserve yeah. like this is a child just tack on a second middle name jeez <laughs> No, but even like my dog's name is Angel. Yeah, I would never name my dog Angel. Uh huh. But that's the name she came with. Yeah, and we kept it. And I would, 
it's like that's her name. I would never think about yeah. The thought of her being named anything else feels insane to me. Yeah. It wasn't that I like disliked the name Angel. I just would never name my dog Angel, but that's her name. And now I'm like, I love that that's her name. Yeah. That's her name. Yeah. And I've never thought about it. So I'm like, but r- seriously, to take a kid out of the country they're born in. Yeah. And take their ru- like Russian name away. Yeah. And name them the ugliest fucking name ever also. It's just so, and she's like 10. Yeah. It's so sick. Like, it is so sick. This documentary, I'm like, these people, the fact that this, and brings a camera crew in. Yeah. I I, I even, like, add, there's so many problematic things in, but they're also like, also, this is going to be a documentary. Oh, hell yeah. These poor children, you can't make it out of that healthy state. It's so disturbing. No, seriously. We did talk, um, we're going to touch on just a couple more couples. We also, uh, rest in peace, the the relationship, Noah Beck and Dixie (laughs) D'Amelio. no, they're they're separated, but they are um, Noah Beck and Dixie D'Amelio announced their relationship October of 2020. They appeared on each other's social media content. Uh, you know, Noah also played Dixie's romantic interest in her music video for her single "Be Happy," and then in November of 2022, it was confirmed that Noah and Dixie broke up. I think, uh, well, this makes sense. This is what young people do. You know, like if you're okay. If you're under 20 and you're starting a couple's account, I think most people establish expectations that you're probably not going to stay together forever. So I think that's more acceptable. If you're older than 20 starting a couple's account, you've got to get it together. You know, like you, yeah. you like you just, Jesus. you know, um, <laughs> I can't even. What? They're so young, but they were, well, they were young when they started. Now they're like adults. But, yeah. you know, Zoe and um, I don't know his name. What's her name? Zoe Laverne. No. If you want to go down a rabbit hole, she is, I mean, I feel for her. She is very problematic. But she clearly has had, it seems like what, it seems like no parenting has happened. Like, she has a baby now. But uh-huh. she was in a relationship with this guy, I don't even know his name. Um, And their videos were nuts. And they were under 18 at the time, I'm pretty sure. But it would be like, there's a video where he's like sitting on her lap. Or she's sitting on his lap. And he's like, it's a viral TikTok. of, And he's like. October 5th, 2021, Zoe cheated on me. And that was never supposed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> They're both like crying. And it's just like chaos. Like the whole thing is chaos. The whole relationship is chaos. They like broke up and then they go on like a weekend in Hawaii. Cause they're also like, they're teenagers, but they have so much money from YouTube. Yeah. They like go to Hawaii for a week and the whole theme of the vlog is like, at the end, I'm gonna see if we wanna get back together and we're like deciding. And like you can vote in the comments what you think we should, it's like nuts. Yeah. Um, They've since broken up, but I, they are like a true teenage, to me that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> just I'm like, yeah. I don't know, I think, because also they're putting it out for themselves, but also it's just like, yeah, that to me is like, it, it's not even, there's no relationship at 16 that's not toxic. Yeah. I don't even think it exists. I really don't think it can exist. Yeah. People I, will try to tell you different, but I don't think so. No, yeah. I think for, um, for actually, this is just my general thoughts on, like, content creators. If you're going to start a channel, whether it be joint or single, you have to, and you want to go far, you either have to be super dedicated to your craft or completely out of your mind. Mm-hmm. And so, like, how that works with, um, like, couples, like, super dedicated to the relationship, to bettering yourself or your life Trisha Paytas type I also think that works oh yeah I mean you know because that's like you can't half-ass being uh, like you know you have to you if you have any sort of empathy and you're weak you're going to like be torn apart by the internet either have be know who you are or absolutely no empathy at all 
But I don't think we got to do a full episode on Trisha Paytas. I I don't think Trisha Paytas is out of her mind. But yes, okay, we should do a full episode on uh, Trisha Paytas. Because I think there's so much. But I think that's a dedication to what her... I think that's a like, here's what I am. Yeah. So I've dedicated it. We've uh, yeah. gone, I've made a decision on That's what, her. Know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you think that's how she is privately? Yes, absolutely. Man, I... Yeah. I don't know. I think that's not an act, because she's been doing it so long. Like I said... <laughs> I can't even... But like, okay, yeah, she's been doing it so long that it is genuinely her. Like... Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Um, with the, the, and I mean this, like with the classic internet villains, quote unquote, like, and I, I mean, they're just more problematic. They have also shown consistency. Mm-hmm. And I, this is going to sound weird. I trust them. Yeah. That they are the, like, the Tana Mojo, I trust is the same privately. Sure. Trisha Paytas, I trust is the same privately. Because, like, I've, there's, I can't think of a single influencer besides most dudes who I've been deceived by. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the only time where like I know that an influencer, besides like, I mean, people can be outright fake and you can like, you realize that. Yeah. The only time I've been, and this is stupid as a lesbian, I've been deceived as an influencer is when a guy is a nice guy and then he does something and you're like, okay, yeah, that mm-hmm. was fake. But I think with um, the more problematic people and not in the assault way. Right. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think they're the same in person versus privately. Yes, I agree. Like online, yeah. Okay, we have a bunch of people, so I want to kind of rapid fire it yes. a little bit. Um, so, okay, David Dobrik, Liza Koshy. Huge for 2016. Yeah, they are separated. <laughs> um, they're separated now. People think David Dobrik is still... Uh, online viewers think David Dobrik is still... Uh, so upset over the yeah. breakup with Liza Koshy. I'm sure he's fine, but um, yeah, they were huge and they broke up. That seemed like a very honestly. I am not behind the scenes, but what they did publicly felt like a very healthy relationship. Is not it was pretty private. But yeah, it kind of like public but private. It was the breakup was pretty the same thing. They didn't talk about why they broke up. Really, they just kind of like said mm-hmm. we're both in, you know, we grew apart. Yeah, um, and they both had separate careers from each other, which felt good i think david dobrik could not mm-hmm. him and liza koshy could not be dating now yeah no no i think um liza like i like liza a lot me too i think her uh content is more physical which is usually geared towards like a younger audience but i think that she is genuinely incredibly talented yeah like how in um charismatic yeah and i think that's so per like it's it's a perfect storm of like physicality personality like just guts i think with david dobrik you he's again one of those people where you can see right through the like the smile and it's just like i mean even before that whole incident with the crane i was like look at him look at him but he's also i mean i think i used to give him some slack because he was young like he was like 18 at the beginning of like vine no, I think he was younger than that on Vine. We we were on Vine together. He was three years younger than me. Three two, years, he's two oh, years younger than me. Two so years younger than you. Okay. He was like nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. He he was just like younger, and I'm like, yeah, maybe this is how like a young person who didn't go to college, who just like was on the internet, is yeah. like trying to function through the world. But at this point, I'm like, we're we're adults now. Let's let's yeah uh, let's get together. And then there's Joey Graceffa, Daniel Prada. They broke up, but they were together for a long time. Um. Oh my God. Okay. I have to. I know we're running out of time. I just have to talk about this one. Ingrid Nelson and Hannah Hart. 
Oh, I thought we were going to talk about the next one, Shannon Beveridge and Kimmy Scott. Well, we will talk about that, too. Yeah. I have to talk about Ingrid Nelson and Hannah Hart because this was huge for me. Yeah. I, this was like when I had realized I was gay fully. It was like, I am gay for yeah. sure. And I like watched Hannah Hart. And then I remember, and I had like her merch. Like I really watched Hannah Hart. Yeah. Then Ingrid Nelson comes out as gay. Yeah. I watched that coming out video probably 77 thousand times i've seen the thumbnail like a million times but i've never watched it really it's a yeah. good it's a good video i mean it's a coming out video you don't yeah. have to watch it it's, it's just Dude, what you think it we is. should post coming out videos as people who've been publicly lesbians for a long time <laughs> <laughs> i can't post another coming out video it's too embarrassing wait but you did no one saw the first one a lot of family and friends did yeah that was just the worst that like is uh, I, oh god it was so embarrassing it was so long ago though it's like five six years ago now but um they started dating. Mm-hmm. I was so obsessed with this relationship. I think I've told you this that I started a fan account for them. Yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, it was called. I don't remember what it was called. I don't remember their ship name, but they had some name, and it was like a fan account. Yeah, and I would. I ran it, and I had a friend who came up to me and was like, "Hey, like so nice, like so sweet." Yeah. I always think about this because I was so upset, but I'm like, "Wow, looking back, what an ally." Yeah, so I don't even think she was gay, but she came up and she was like, "Hey, like." Just so you know, Instagram like connects to your cell phones. Like everyone can see that you are running this account, and I just want to let you know. Basically, being like you're out. I don't want you to like out yourself yeah. as a lesbian. And I was like, that's not my account. Yeah. And she was just like, I yeah, but but it, it is. is. So yeah. Let's just. I just want you to know, so you can either take it down or like figure out your phone number or make it private or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, it's literally not my account. And she just kept being so nice. And then I went home and then I like called her and I was like, okay, so I just, I'm like fully lying through my yeah. teeth. I'm like, so I just got off the phone with my friend because I had to check with her before. Cause like what happened was we started that as a joke. Uh-huh. And then I like wanted to check with her to make sure like she was comfortable with you knowing about it. Yeah. Um, so the, that's what happened. Like we're, not, and it's just so embarrassing because she was just like, cool yeah no that's dude great. yeah totally i get that <laughs> it's yeah so no it's a joke a really intricate weird joke <laughs> but i was obsessed with them and when they broke up i was upset no yeah i remember i saw hannah hart for the first time and i was like what the fuck is happening and, Wait, that's, and when when just when you saw her in general yeah. i was like <laughs> whoa <laughs> short hair whoa <laughs> no um, but um then there's shannon beverage and kimmy scott they were just hot and so they're hot. still hot um kind of delight yeah yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, the, they broke up, I think, because they, I remember in their breakup video, they were like, our lives are fully intertwined. Like, it's our jobs are together. This is together. Like, we need to have our own personalities. No, exactly. And I was like, that's nice, but also so brave. I feel like I wouldn't, if I would, that was the only issue. I think it's hard to be hard to end things with someone just because oh, yeah. you're like, our lives are so intertwined. No, seriously. That's like, um, why, like, if I was, if Naomi was gonna, if we were gonna break up, I'd really prefer that they cheated on me. <laughs> or punch me in the face. I know, because then, then I could hate yeah. them. I could just, like, hate them. And there's no questions. It's not like, am I doing the wrong thing? Am I going to yeah. regret this? You're just like, oh, no, I can just be gone. Bye. Yeah. Um, and then I love that uh, Mia put honorable mentions. They didn't quite make the list, but they were close. Um, and include Alfie Days and Zoe Suck. We just talked. And she literally oh, yeah. had, like, a full bullet point for that. Shane Dawson and Ryan Dabbs. They're I still can't. too. They're yeah. still together. Um, YouTuber breakups. <gasps> Colleen Ballinger and Joshua Evans. Colleen um, Ballinger and Josh. Colleen Ballinger and Joshua Evans, who I don't know if you watched the uh, their wedding video. N- no. <laughs> My friends and I had a viewing party, kind of as a joke. It was kind of a joke, but it yeah, was like also, an Instagram account. Yeah, yeah. It was like a joke, but it was like we were all 
pretty quiet when it was playing. I'll yeah, tell you yeah. that much. Um, but that is the most like if you were to if I were to pick like a most 2013 14 video. Did they have like fake mustaches like during their wedding? It was. <sighs> How do I even describe it? It was so YouTube specific. Yeah. Like it was all YouTubers there. Uh-huh. Josh vlogged while walking down the aisle. Jesus. With like a vlog camera. Mm-hmm. It was like for Not like a YouTube. GoPro strapped to his face. <laughs> no, it was just like so for YouTube. It was yeah. made for YouTube. Like there was no um anything personal about it. Like yeah. it was just it wasn't just like it was put on YouTube. It was like yes. a set. Yeah. It was like very bizarre. Um I'm pretty sure it was sponsored. Like it was, it was bizarre. Yeah. But that was a an intense breakup. Yeah, there's a bunch of couples. I just, I, I'm not about it. I think you got to be precious of the precious things in your life. Yes, I. That's not even just my relationship. Like I don't show my my nephews on the internet. Yeah, or like my partner, or my even like Chaz is one of my best friends, and we like do sketches together. Yeah, but I don't want to. I, I, but I'm weird. I also don't like. I'm like I don't want to film a video of us like chatting together yeah. like I get very weird about I weirdly think I'm okay with people knowing big things in my life yeah but all it's all the little details that I'm like I don't want people knowing about that yeah I don't want people knowing that like what I ate for breakfast or like what show my girlfriend and I are watching surprise toaster strudel and we're watching yellow jackets still yeah yeah <laughs> really oh I started I wanted to say some after the queer baiting episode I did watch like season one of killing eve and Naomi watched it all the way to season four they only kiss once so that is queer baiting. Why are they not they fucking? They only kiss once? Seriously. Wait, I've watched the clip where they're kissing outside that truck. I think so. That was really hot, though. No, okay, no, it's it's not even worth it. Like, it was, it was genuinely so fucking frustrating. Just fuck already. Like, it's sorry. I'm just... I didn't know that. I thought they, like, got together. No, they only kissed once until, like, season four. And then they kiss again. No, it's once. I know. That's crazy. Why even why even be gay at all? Did you watch Yellow Jackets? No. You gotta watch it. It's so good. Uh, yeah. It's really cool. Is it? <laughs> it's sad, but it's like fun. It's like fun in the sense that it's like really crazy. Yeah. Like they're like eating each other. Out? No. They're just eating each other. <laughs> they're just <laughs> okay, fine. I'll watch it. No, but I. Um, it's just nuts, and it's like really, it's good. Oh yeah, I got a projector for above my bed. I know it looks so good. It was so fun. Uh, Naomi and I were trying to find like a lesbian movie last night, and we watched Chloe. What is that? Is it Amanda Seyfried? Seyfried? Siegfried. Seyfried. I don't, I don't know. know. Nobody knows. I don't even think she does. It was good. Is it gay? It's yeah. Gay? Uh, well, the lady, the main character, is married to a dude who's <laughs> cheating on her. Oh. And so then Amanda is uh escort and she like gets with the husband to prove to the wife that he is like cheating and so then they get together. Oh, that's nice. And they roll around and touch each other. And so okay, let's I just watch say it. I don't watch it. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. No, it, that's What did I watch recently? I watched some lesbian What was it? You uh, watched some lesbian. I watched some lesbians. I just went to the airport. You were just in WeHo. Waited. Yeah, <laughs> I was watching. Um, I can't remember. Was but it a movie or a TV show? It was a TV show. What did I just watch? It doesn't matter. But I, I really, oh God, Yellow Jackets is fun. Melanie Linsky's in it. Uh huh. Who did I tell you about this? That I was trying to explain to Chaz this pilot I wanted to write. Yes. And I was using <laughs> this is crazy. I literally was trying to explain that the person who would play the main character would be a 
Melanie Linsky type. Like, uh-huh. it, but obviously Melanie Linsky doesn't want to be my pilot. So I was just using it to explain. But I kept saying Monica Lewinsky. Oh yeah, a Monica. Well, that's powerful. Right, and it doesn't. It, it's very different from a Melanie yeah. Linsky type. But also a crazy example to use, as if Melody uh, Monica Lewinsky acts. Yeah, I kept being like, you know, it's like a Monica Lewinsky type. Yeah, and he was like, what? That a doesn't woman really check been... out to me though. Like, what do you mean a Monica Lewinsky type? We did this for like thirty minutes until he was like, are you? I was like, you know, she's like from New Zealand. Yeah. He was like, do you mean Melody Linsky? And yeah. I was like, yes. It took so long to get to that point, though. It was what is, really devastating. What is the basis of the pilot? Because it could be funny to have a it's, Monica. Like a woman <laughs> seriously, be... like, screwed over by the entire world for no reason. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm like, it's, like, very specific to um her story, except it's just Melanie Linsky playing it. No, it wouldn't make sense. Who is Melanie Linsky? You know her. She was in But I'm a Cheerleader long ago. And she's in Yellow Jackets. <gasps> oh, wait. What's that main character from But I'm a Cheerleader? Natasha Lyonne? No. I. Cleo Duvall? Oh, yeah. I have to show you a photo of me. I got to interview Cleo Duvall. Are you fucking serious? I fucking... Well, I don't ever fangirl. Like, I don't get starstruck. I told yeah. you I got starstruck when I met the cast of Dance Moms. Uh-huh. And I got starstruck when I served Steve... Uh, Martin one time at a restaurant. Yeah. The only other time I've been starstruck is when I, I interviewed Cleo Duvall. Yeah. And literally, it's like, I even talking about it. I was like, I can't, the interview is sick. It's me literally being like, I love you. Yeah. I love you so, like, I don't even know if I asked a question. Like, yeah. I just like kept being like, I'm a lesbian and like, you mean a lot to me. Yeah. And she was just kind of like laughing, probably uncomfortably, being yeah. like, okay. <laughs> Very nice, by the way. Very, very sweet. Uh, yeah, no, Clea Duvall. She's perfect. But Melanie Linsky, she's not main character, but she's one of the Wait, sorry, what, who are we looking at? Melanie for Linsky. Okay, I am so sorry, but any, like, ski, like, Polish last name <laughs> or Russian last name yeah. sounds like someone who's, like, on the news for being murdered. What? Melanie Linsky? You tell me that you wouldn't read that in a headline. Well, all right. Sorry, okay. That's fair. It's like how, um... What's that one gaming system that's like, uh, it's purple. It's got the green and red button. GameCube? Xbox? Hannah knows. No, I know Hannah GameCube? knows. GameCube, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like if you ever see someone wearing a GameCube shirt, that's like a shirt that someone would wear if they were about to get murdered. What? You know what I mean? Like any, you do you know what I mean? No. Any, okay, if. Literally, like, there's something about gaming system shirts. It's like, that looks like they, you, like, that's the <laughs> shirt you wear when you're found dead, you know? I, this <gasps> is the Melanie first. Linsky. Oh, I love her. She's from New Zealand. Yeah, she's from New Zealand. Sorry. Oh, I was thinking, she's in Yellow Jackets? Yeah, she plays the, a mom. Okay, so they, they do flash forwards and flashbacks. Yeah. So part of it, there's a girl who plays young Melanie Linsky who, here's my prediction, uh-huh. is going to be like an iconic actor. I think she's going to be like one of the best actresses of, uh-huh. a, of this new generation. She's so fucking good. Is it the actress from? No. Santa Clarita? No. Okay. I mean, uh, they're- Actor? Actor. Sorry, they're, yeah. They're great too, but the, uh, uh, but no, Melanie Linsky, the girl who plays the younger her is so good. They're all great, but I think her, her I think her specifically is so good. Um, but then- Adult her is Melanie Linsky, mm-hmm. and her daughter. And that's okay. This doesn't matter. We need to whole young. Like, you know, what we should do a viewing party. Yeah, where you that's great we, for podcast. We sit here and we watch Yellow Jacket, <laughs> and it's silent because I want you to focus. Yeah. Um. Okay, guys, we gotta wrap it up. Thank you all so much for being here and listening to our 
little voices mm-hmm. for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope you guys are having a great Wednesday. And remember, if you want to be really sweet, rate us five stars anywhere you get your podcasts. If you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. And remember that if you want to see us live, Sarah and I are performing at the New York Comedy Festival. Mm, I think this episode may be out after that. Missed it. You missed it. When we Sorry. will never again. But um, we... When this does go out, if we have any news for you guys, we will link it in the comments. Yeah, so go check out those comments. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for being here, and we just adore you. We do. We love you. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com slash BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash BCC. ZocDoc.com slash BCC.